Welcome to Shatterproof. I am your host, Todd Callahan. I have an exclusive interview today with one of America's frontline doctors, Dr. Brian Artis. You do not want to miss this. Share this podcast, repost this podcast, get people connected with this conversation today. It's going to be life-changing. You can connect with me on Instagram at Pastor Todd Callahan. You can download our church app by searching your Play Store or anywhere where you download apps under Ignite Church V. You can also connect with us online at ignitechurchvt.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook as well. I will be right back. You do not want to miss this incredible conversation. It is an honor to have Dr. Brian Artis, the remdesivir guy, with us. And uh, uh, Dr. Artis, it's just an honor to have you here in Vermont with us for the Global uh, Health Summit on, on COVID and everything that's been happening over the past two years. Um, take just a minute and just kind of kind of share with who you are, talk about your show, what's going on with you right now. Sure. So I'm Dr. Brian Artis. I'm out of Dallas, Texas, my wife and I. My wife and I together have eight children. Wow. I have five. She has three. We've wow. been married now seven years. Uh, so we're busy with family. That's awesome. Uh, I have what's called the Dr. Artist Show at the thedrartistshow.com. It's a podcast, but really has become more of a resource of health and answers uh, for people related to COVID and all things health and vaccines and you name it. Uh, I actually retired and sold my practice in 2018. Uh, and then went off and set up nutritional companies and actually were creating formulations of nutritional products to improve the health of people around the world. Combinations I was using, using in practice for 15 to 16 years to help mm. reverse autoimmune diseases, heart disease, you name it, all kinds of stuff. We were doing that nonstop for thousands wow. of people. And once we got really good at that, I was like individually one-on-one, -on -one, I was like, man, what if we could just take these concepts and just give it to thousands, if not millions of people around the world and help answer their health problems and help uh, improve their lives. So that's what I spent two years doing from the end of 2018 until the beginning of 2020 when uh, my father-in-law was killed in a hospital. Mm. Those protocols that led to his death are what uh, awakened this sleeping beast yeah. that I didn't know was present inside of me. And that actual fire that was lit in May of 2020, three months after my father-in-law was killed, was a protocol I was reading online on NIH.gov's website, which was Anthony Fauci's declared one and only hospital protocol for all COVID-19 diagnosed Americans. And it's been nonstop since May 2020. I've been wow. in the media. I've been all around the world. I've been before legislators, senators testifying before, you name it, everybody you can think of, and then going to events nonstop to try to alert the world that there is a very evil agenda to create mass harm and murder in hospitals. And then to educate, really, based on my background, it was just very easy and natural to be able to go, well, when people would say, well, what do you do then if you're not going to go to a hospital? Well, I never sent patients to hospitals. I would just always tell them how to handle the issues at home naturally. Amazing. So we could handle high blood pressure and heart disease and infections, and we could actually do that with nutritional means. I've been doing it for years. So unbeknownst to me this whole time, I'll give credit here where it's due. I think uh, my father-in-law's murder in the hospital was allowed to happen uh, because God knew something was about to happen yeah. and there needed to be a voice to recognize uh, and witness something very 
close to that event uh, where I could personally watch and witness what a hospital can do to a person to inflict Uh harm and death. I mean, I was kicked out with security. They held behind their liability. They didn't want to, they didn't want their liability exposed to what they were doing to him. So they kicked me out and then just continued the protocols as they were. Good. And this is no different than what they're doing on a global scale. But my, my concentration was primarily on America at first because the audiences of America needed to know all these innocent 30, 330 million Americans needed to know that Anthony Fauci had actually put a, a request into our federal government to buy up all the stocks of this experimental drug called remdesivir mm. and to not share it with another co- country until the end of 2020. So the whole pandemic of 2020, that whole year, there was only one country in the whole world that was pumping a, this drug, remdesivir, into the wow. veins of its citizens, and that was America. Do you know which country at the end of 2020, the first year of the entire world's pandemic, do you know which country had 550,000 dead COVID-19 patients? I wonder. And no other country even had half that much? It was only America that Dude, had that many deaths. And the only thing America was doing different than all other countries was remdesivir. And in the same memo, Anthony Fauci said, we're not going to allow any medical doctors in this country to treat COVID-19 patients with hydroxychloroquine or chloroquine. Okay, so someone gets COVID. They go to the hospital. This is the treatment they're being told that they're going to receive. Oh, right. What now. do they do from there? It is right now it is only remdesivir and Ventum. They're going to use remdesivir and a, a steroid called dexamethasone and Ventu. All on day one. Like you go in, this is what they're going to start pumping into you for five days. And the hospitals right now are being incentivized, particularly for every Medicare age patient. It is specific to Medicare. 65 years and older Americans who are by far the greatest demographic at threat of death from COVID-19 or any infection for that matter. That is the sole group, the Medicare age group that dies primarily from pneumonia every year. Sure. Obviously they have comorbidities that make it harder for them to recover infectious diseases. So yes, this is the number one demographic group that is most at threat of dying from multiple organ failure from remdesivir poisoning. So Medicare right now is bribing every hospital to use this one and only FDA approved drug called remdesivir to be pumped into every Medicare age patient in America diagnosed with COVID-19. And what's even more disgusting, which I showed in this presentation I just did here at your church, Medicare is bribing all hospitals to give a positive COVID-19 diagnosis to Medicare aged patients. And secondly, giving them a 20% bonus payout if they'll use remdesivir and vent them. You're kidding me. No. So they're incentivizing all hospitals in America to use this one and only drug that is FDA approved. And I did this with your audience out there just a minute ago. I said, if there's only one drug in the entire world we're allowed to use to treat for right. COVID-19, why is Medicare having to bribe hospitals with a 20% bonus payout Unreal. to inject that one drug into their veins? And what's interesting is the NIH, who's the one that put this protocol together, they updated their recommendations and protocols for COVID-19 treatment just on December 16th, 2021. Really? Just two and a half weeks ago. Now, I'm sorry, but looking from the outside in, it looks like population control, modern-day genocide. I had never even heard the term population control or depopulation. I'd never heard that in May of 2020. But what I started saying was the moment I read his protocol, I knew from the studies proving remdesivir was very deadly. I actually went into the media, was doing 25 to 30 interviews a week in the media, telling everyone this is going to be a genocide of innocent Americans. 
and it's going to be extended at the end of 2020 to other countries. And so your audience needs to know right now, there is only one country that has the most dead people from COVID-19 since the beginning of the pandemic. It is still America. America has 850,000 dead COVID-19 diagnosed dead patients. Brazil is the second highest at 630,000. Brazil is only using remdesivir since March of 2021 as the only drug treatment for all hospitalized Brazilians. Oh, really? They've had twice as many deaths this year from COVID than they did all of 2020. What are the majority of other countries using? Hydroxychloroquine, mm-hmm. tocilizumab, which is a monoclonal antibody, and a uh. drug called lopinavar. Those are the three most commonly used around the world. Now, India has brilliantly started using ivermectin for certain states and eradicated covid Within wow. two months. <laughs> and those state governments gave all of their citizens free ivermectin to stop the pandemic. No and it kidding. worked. No, I'm not even joking. It's amazing. So hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, just for your audiences so they know, the brilliance of those two drugs is that they actually assist every cell in the body to allow zinc to saturate inside the cell. Zinc we get from our food or for some, from supplements. Zinc is the only mineral... In the presence of a virus, stops the virus's ability to replicate and cause disease. Wow. Hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin are called zinc ionophores. They actually assist forcing more zinc inside your cells to protect you from disease or infection. But if you can't get your doctor to prescribe it, if you can't get your doctor to prescribe zinc and hydro, I mean, (laughs) hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, you better be on zinc. And I will speak to this because a lot of the world and a lot of this country, America, are stressed about the fact that supply and prescriptions for hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, which are great early treatment options, those are being denied and restricted from being filled even by our pharmacies. Hmm. Even hospital pharmacies are denying those rights when medical doctors are writing the prescriptions who are actually treating the patients. So there's a lot of upset and, and worry and panic over the fact we can't get hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. And this is intentional, this supply Absolutely. chain issue. They're trying to restrict that and then punish all medical doctors with their license and take it away from them if they prescribe it. Seriously, all over the place. So I just have to tell you, I've had COVID. I know I got the Delta variant back in October. I didn't take ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. I got over it in three days, the whole thing. But people who were using those drugs that were at the same event where I got it, they were sick for seven and ten days. And I will tell you what I did that was different. I didn't use any drugs to do it because... In January of 2020, where the Wuhan lab uh-huh. leaked in 2019 in November, there were these five to ten individuals that ended up in hospitals with this thing they called COVID pneumonia. The Chinese government wanted to know how can we beat this COVID pneumonia and keep these people from dying because their oxygen levels were dropping sure. so fast. They found there was only one thing that was far superior to anything else, to stopping COVID-19 disease leading to death in their Chinese citizens that were being infected with COVID-19. And in January of 2020, this is January of 2020, they figured out intravenous vitamin C in hospitals. Come on. Uh huh. Within five days, 100% of all people went home and the COVID pneumonia was completely abolished. <laughs> Listen, I can, I can tell you without even being a doctor or going to a doctor, when I'm feeling bad and I begin to take higher doses of vitamin C, my body bounces back very quickly. So when I got sick with Delta variant, all I did was take 
10,000 milligrams of vitamin C in the morning and then in the evening. I was already doing 10,000 a day anyway. Sure. I just doubled <laughs> right. it. So I took that. I took 50 milligrams of zinc twice a day. I took 5,000 international units of vitamin D and 200 micrograms of selenium. Wow. And that was it. Wow. I didn't take ivermectin and I had it at home. I was completely over all symptoms in three days. Incredible. And so if you just will support the God created natural immunity with the things you put on this planet, which is found in the dirt and in our foods, which vitamin C is only found in plants, magnesium, I'm sorry, selenium is found in the dirt that gets drawn up into our plants and we eat it or you're going to supplement it. And then vitamin D we get from the sun and from fish oil or liver. Uh, we can get it from food. So yeah. these natural elements that got put on the planet support natural immunity and your body can beat COVID. You don't need, really need the drugs. Zinc, I already told you, I supplemented zinc. It's miraculous. And zinc is a mineral found in well, the dirt. Well, a lot of people are eating inappropriately, putting all kinds of chemically GMO foods in their body, which is preventing them from healing and, and getting better. So as we begin to move forward in in this current culture, what are some things that we need to do to not just protect our body, but allow, our, you know, you, you look at all these side effects that, that have uh, come from those who've been vaccinated. So you've got people, you've got a whole, you know, culture right now that has been vaccinated. So you've got people who've received the first dose or maybe the second dose and say, hey, I'm done. I'm not going to get any more. What can they do to improve their body to, uh, can you eradicate that? Can you cleanse that from your body by eating well? Can you kind of reverse what you've done? Sure. There are actually medical doctors right now who will actually say, even said yesterday to members of my audience and at a group I was speaking at, when they asked him, can we detox from the shots? And this medical doctor that I have huge respect for looks at him and goes, you cannot detox anything from these shots. Then they ran over to me and they're like, Dr. Artis, that doctor just said you can't detox that. And I said, I've been detoxing drugs and chemicals sure. out of people's bodies for 20 years. That's not what that MD does. <laughs> I've been doing it for years. Sure. And yes, I know the body can detox. The body can chelate using natural things. Chelation means binding to toxic metals or toxic chemicals in the body with natural substances. Okay. Like bentonite clay, activated charcoal. These things actually bind to poisons and bring them out of the body. And there are absolutely two published, printed, and disclosed chemicals that are toxic to the human body that are in these shots. And the Pfizer and Moderna shot is what's called polyethylene glycol 2000. And in the Johnson & Johnson shot is called polysorbate 80. These ingredients, these two, these two chemicals, actually punch holes in the blood-brain barrier to make sure the other ingredients in the shots get into neurological tissue wow. to cause central nervous system damage, which is why the FDA did publish that they knew side effects from the coming shots two months before the shots ever came out. They printed a document in October of 2020. They said, when these shots come out in December of 2020, we're going to see these 110 different diseases start being called into the government as reported side effects. It included Guillain-Barre syndrome, which is paralyzing your legs from being able to walk, arms from being able to use, half your faces will go paralyzed. It's like modern-day polio, which I actually think it is just renamed polio, but that's a side effect of the shot printed by the FDA. And they knew this was going to happen. They knew it two months beforehand. It was actually the first of the 110 different diseases that they listed as a side effect. The third one is called transverse myelitis, which means being paralyzed from the waist down for life. They have encephalitis, which is swelling of the brain tissue, which leads to autism, Asperger's, all that, seizures, 
narcolepsy, all of those are side effects listed on this. It also lists, we know that one of the other reported neurological side effects of these shots is going to be other acute demyelinating diseases. Do you know what a demyelinating disease is? I do not. Multiple sclerosis is the okay. most common. They okay. know that's a side effect of the shot, which wow. is a horrible way to live. So we knew there was neurological disorders that were going to be coming. We also knew that they had published on their document there were five different blood clot disorders that these shots Good were going grief. to cause. They listed acute myocardial infarction, which is heart attacks. They list deaths they knew were going to be one of the side effects. They list pregnancy and other birth outcomes, meaning miscarriages, stillbirths, birth defects. I mean, this is what they knew were going to be coming from these shots. So they knew. And it seems like one thing after the other leads you right back into a pharmaceutical. That's right. All of it, right? So they're going to create massive amounts of disease. I don't know what your audience thinks right now, but you should have very little trust for those who are listening with our federal health agencies, like the FDA, CDC, and NIH, you're all being lied to right now. Never has it been more apparent that they're lying to you, bullying you, coercing you. All right, so speak into this. Is this about health? No, this isn't about health. They're not not trying to improve or create Mm -hmm. a healthier society. There's no part of this that's about health. No. So let's just summarize the whole thing from my viewpoint, which if you read Dr. Peter Bregan's book, It's titled, We Are the Prey. He outlines this whole thing that's been orchestrated for decades. It's already been planned for decades, this entire COVID pandemic. And he gives you all the data, a thousand research-cited references for all of it. And our federal government has been a part of it the whole time, planning this whole thing. So from my viewpoint, it was November of 2019, America starts reporting that there's this COVID-19 virus or disease, a virus called SARS-CoV-2 that escaped in a lab in China. Yep. There were some people that got sick there. China, in January, figures out they can beat this COVID-19 thing with vitamin C. But that's not what we said. Right. What we said was there is no treatment. Stay home is what our federal health agency said. And when you get really sick, just go to the hospital. And when you got to the hospital, there was going to be this drug called remdesivir. Now, between May of 2020 and the Wuhan leak in November of 2019, that's like five or six months. In that five or six months, these people who had created this weapon called SARS-CoV-2, and the spike protein they attached to it, thanks to Ralph Barrick and the University of mm-hmm. North Carolina at Chapel Hill, when they created this thing and then released it, that they'd been working on for at least 10 years, the data showed less than 1% of all people that got that infection died. Well, wow. that wasn't enough. So, Anthony Fauci, in May of 2020, six months later, when they're all like, uh, this thing's not working, uh-huh. it's not killing as many people as we thought, they had to put in a drug, they already had this plan, this drug called remdesivir to make sure a higher amount of people died when they started treating COVID-19 patients in hospitals. Then they were going to call those deaths in the hospital COVID-19 deaths when, in fact, they were remdesivir poisoning. And when he reports these hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of dead people in American hospitals, he was going to be able to sell the American public that this virus is extremely deadly. And the whole reason in May 2020 that I knew he was going to do that, he was going to convince the American public that this virus was killing massive amounts of innocent Americans in hospitals so that he could sell you on a savior vaccine that was coming very shortly. This is what the CDC has done for years. Now, this is the NIH that Anthony Fauci works on, mm-hmm. works for, but I've already known for 20 years. I used to print every year what's called the Annual Morbidity and Mortality Report. It's every reason an American died, and the CDC wow. puts together the entire report. It's like 170 pages every year. I'd print it out. 
I'd go through it all, and then I would highlight two pages and just sit it on my desk. And if any patient ever came in and went, and this is the last 20 years, Dr. Artis, should I get a flu shot? This is not a joke. I'd go like this. Why would you get a flu shot? This is very relevant for your uh, audience, uh -huh. by the way. They'd go, should I get a flu shot? And I'd go, well, why would you get a flu shot? And they'd go, well, my medical doctor told me I need to get a flu shot. Or my wife told me I need to get a flu shot. And I'd go uh -huh. like this. And what was the reason for you having to get a flu shot? Well, they said 30,000 people died last year of the flu. Yep. Or 40, or 50, or 60. Mm -hmm. They'd give me the number. And I'd go, it was usually 30,000. And I'd go, okay, did 30,000 people die from the flu? Is what I would ask them. And they'd go, well, that's what the news is saying. Yeah, they, go, they have no clue. And I'd go like this. Okay, great. So the news is saying 30,000. Your doctor's repeating 30,000. Your wife's repeating 30,000. Your employer's saying 30,000. Those who love you are saying 30,000. Do you know if 30,000 people died of the flu last year? And they'd go, I don't know. And I'd go like this. Well, do you want to know? Wow. And I would take this report and I'd hand it to him. And I'd go, I only have two tabs in that report on page 7 and on page 117. And the tabs were specific. Page 7 had categorized. First 10 pages of the report are categories of reasons why people died. For example, all cancers had a number. So they'd have leukemia, multiple myeloma, brain cancer, whatever. All of them would be with one lump number in the beginning of the report. Then they'd get to heart disease. And every reason for heart disease, heart attacks, strokes, uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. All of them were listed as one big total. And then they have on page 7 what was called respiratory causes of death, which would be pneumonia, the flu, ARDS, acute wow. respiratory distress syndrome, and uh, one other one. So they'd have these four compiled together with a number, and it would say 30,000. So when And you I'd go like this, great, now I want you to open the next tab, because the next tab, the rest of the report, breaks down all of those conditions singularly wow. and their totals of death. Do you know that since 2004 to, through 2010 on that report, that the CDC tells you 30,000 people died of the flu every year. 2018 was supposedly 60,000. Do you know I have never seen a number on CDC's morbidity and mortality report that was higher than 270 dead in one year? Good gracious. And so it would list influenza A and B, total 270. Right above there was pneumonia, and it would have a total of 30,000 to 60,000. And so when the patient would see it, I'd go like this. So how many people actually died of the flu? And they'd go, 250? Right. How many people died from pneumonia? 30,000. Whatever it was they were quoting me, I'd go, right, it was pneumonia. And then I'd go like this, do you think you need a flu shot? And they'd go, no. And I'd go, which of these two do you think you should get? And they'd go, obviously pneumonia. And I was like, right, if you're going to get anything, go get pneumonia. <laughs> but my very first question before that would be like this. All right, so you were told 30,000. How many actually died? 200 and something. And I'd go, so did they lie to you? Yes. The CDC has manipulated data they would combine yeah. pneumonia with the flu, publish that as a whole number, call it the flu, and then sell the American public that there's a whole thousands of people dying of the flu every year. So they would volunteer to get their flu shots every year. Which, by the way, do you know the CDC actually owns the patents to multiple flu shots? Come on. They actually mm -hmm. solicit, tell you you have to get every year. It's pretty, uh, I consider that a conflict of interest. Well, it, it, you know, it, someone gets in a car accident, they go to the hospital. They're found with COVID in their system. They're listed as a COVID patient now. They are actually incentivized that if they will put down death caused by COVID-19, oh, maybe they got decapitated in a motorcycle wreck, but if they PCR that, that beheaded person's nostrils and they get a positive COVID-19 result or just write down COVID-19, since March of 2020, the CDC has told all hospitals with published documents, we already have them, 
that if you will just write down COVID-19, we will give you 20% extra money. It's unbelievable. For that diagnosis of death versus a beheading car accident cause of death or a bullet or cancer treatment. Seriously. It's unbelievable. We'll just And they're doing it right now still. If you'll just give us a COVID-19 diagnosis or a COVID-19 death diagnosis, we'll give you 20% added bonus payment. So you've got that happening in the hospitals. You've got employers forcing their employees to be vaccinated. Who's held accountable for all of these detrimental possible side effects? No one. No one. Underneath the what's called, none of these shots, by the way, Pfizer, Moderna, or uh, Johnson & Johnson, None of the current shots being administered and mandated to keep your jobs or to travel right now. None of them are FDA approved or licensed. They are actually what are called emergency use authorization only. As long as these drugs are underneath an emergency use authorization period, as long as that's how they're actually being held or titled, there is zero liability for injuries from any of them. And how long do you foresee it? Before they become a legitimately I FDA. I, I don't see any reason for them to stop. Wow. I actually think they're going to leave it as an emergency use authorization until they complete their agenda. Wow. The agenda is we are going to bully, coerce, threaten until 100% of all people get vaccinated. Where are we 12 years from now? 12 months from Man. now? 12 years from now? 15 years from now? Uh, if it goes 10 years from now, uh, the United States government is not is no more, actually. It cannot last ten years at the rate we're going. So, uh, I actually think, I actually think it'll be about two years, and this thing's going to be over. Mm. I wish it was like next Tuesday at yeah, four, right? <laughs> For <laughs> I real, wish it was Tuesday at four. <laughs> but uh, there's too many powers that need to be exposed, too many criminals that need to be exposed. Uh, there needs to be some elections that occur in order to expose all of the fraud. And that's just going to take time to get through, unfortunately. So so what do you say to the average American who's just trying to, you know, they're paycheck to paycheck, they're holding on to their job, they're saying, I don't want to get this vaccine, but I've got to have a job. Um, they feel like their convictions, their faith are all kind of being forced into coercion here. Um, what do you say to them that this is their last resort in their mind? I've got to be vaccinated because I have to live. I have to survive. All right, so this is what I say to all of them. <laughs> because I do say it. Everyone asks me this at some event usually. What do you say to these people? And I go just like this. Every single person, and this is usually who I'm talking to at events. It's usually at a church, usually a Protestant church. And I'll yeah. go, all of you Protestants here <laughs> that make up the majority of this country, who profess to believe in God, you believe supposedly that he is all-knowing and all-powerful. Come on, you're about to preach now. And I, and I mean all-knowing, like he is all-knowing and all-powerful. Yep. You also, you suggest in your speaking and in your worship that on day six, he didn't screw up when he created the human body, which your mm. spirit is housed inside of. This body is the temple for your soul or spirit. You profess to believe that. But in the same vein, all of you are actually bowing down on one knee Come on. to the man who is telling you. The man. I'm talking about the physical man, not God. A physical man is telling you he can make God's creation better wow. with his own shot he created in a lab. 
Natural immunity is far superior to anything, which is what God created and put inside of you is far superior to anything man's going to try to convince you he created, that he can make God's creation better. And I've actually said this on stage in front of many, many people. Shame on anyone. Any one of you who, after hearing what I say to you, is convinced a man's creation is going to make God's creation better because of the information we give them. Now, I do know fear, coercion, threats of livelihoods. These are real reasons why people will submit to men. But you're not supposed to fear man. That's right. That's right. You're supposed to only fear God. That's right. So please remember, and I would like you to try to focus your faith that you profess to have. Put faith in that sixth day. When God saved what I believe to be his greatest creation for last. Amen. If you don't think God is better than man, right now there are currently at brownstone.org 140 plus research studies that have been peer reviewed and published. But for your convenience, for all those who are threatened by looking at research studies because you don't think you're medically minded, no, no, no. You just need to go look at brownstone.org, look at the 140-plus studies that confirm God's natural immunity wow. has already today proven to be far more robust and longer-lasting than the COVID-19 vaccine's marketed immune period. Goodness gracious. So let's just give you some of this. I don't know how many. If you profess to believe in God and that God is all-powerful and all-knowing and he created this human body... Hopefully it's all powerful. And then he put that body on this earth where he put everything else beforehand. God knew everything he put on this planet, so he put you on it. right. And he said everything on the earth was for you, was for man to use. He put in the dirt, in the plants, in the the animals, everything you need to stay healthy, period. So that's where I put my faith. Number one. Uh, I don't want to get off track because I'm losing my train of thought here, but I just want you to know that... uh, in those studies, there's one study. I just have to point this out. Out of 140, I don't know how many studies you need to convince you that God's better yeah. than, greater than man. That's right. In his creations. <laughs> but 140 studies is a lot. I actually yes. have said this before. I'm like, how many studies would you need to be reaffirmed that God was greater than man <laughs> and when he created the human body? That he knows more about right. the human body than Absolutely. man does. How many, how many studies do you need? Yep. This is what I'd say. I, I used to say this to audiences. I think it's three enough to reaffirm. We have 140 plus. Go download those and print them. And someone says, why don't you want to get the vaccines? Hand them 140 studies and wow. go, well, after you read all these, right. then we'll tell me what your thoughts yeah. are. Yeah. Let's ask me again after you read all these. But I just want to point out one. For all those who are considering right now that for their job, for their livelihoods, for their health, they need this vaccine. Or to go visit the grandparents or their children, whatever. If you think you need this shot, Pfizer and Moderna are telling you, their shot's immunity only lasts six months. Mm. And everyone needs a booster shot every right. six months. Okay. So how long? That's right. How long? How long did Pfizer and Moderna say it was going to last? Six months. Don't forget the six-month thing. Because in this compilation of 140-plus studies proving natural immunity to COVID-19 is far superior and longer-lasting than COVID-19 vaccine immunity, they're telling you already it only lasts six months. This is what they're telling everybody. And now, and they're printing it in the papers, telling the FDA, telling Anthony Fauci. Johnson & Johnson said last month their actual vaccine that was only one is only lasting two months. And when Anthony Fauci was asked that night, 
What do you think about Johnson & Johnson saying their immunity was only two months when you, Anthony Fauci, told the whole world this one shot will probably be enough? So I know Rand Paul has pushed him on this issue. Yes. Why are we not? But I want to stay here because yeah. Anthony Fauci's answer was when they said, what do we? What do you say now to all those people who got the one shot right. and had faith in one shot? Now they're learning it only lasted two months. Only protected them for two months. Anthony Fauci's response was this. I think what we're learning is it should have been two shots from the beginning. <laughs> now, now I just, you laugh, but this is what I find funny. Okay, so if one shot equals two months of immunity, what's two plus two? Right. Four months. Yeah. Now, in the European Journal of Immunology in September of this last year, 2021, remember this has only been around two years, sure. this pandemic, this virus, they published a study that CD4 cells, CD8 cells, T cells, which are the three primary long-lasting antibodies that are your defense for the future after you get infected with COVID-19, they said everyone who has COVID-19 that they've evaluated has robust antibodies and neutralizing antibodies against SARS-CoV-2 and any of its variants, at least at this point, 13 months later. Now, they're going to keep tracking this because mm-hmm. we were only 13 months into this. They published that natural immunity had robust responses 13 wow. months later. What did Pfizer and Moderna say? Our man-made sure. shots are only providing immunity for six months. We're going to have to get one every six months. Look, God's already proven he's twice That's as right. good Come on. just in the same time period. <laughs> That's right. The University of Washington State at St. Louis in June of 2021 found that SARS-CoV-2 infected people when they got the infection, their body started making antibodies to fight the infection. And then they went into the bone marrow and created what were called long-living plasma cells. Really? I don't know if your audience knows what a long-living plasma cell is, but it lives inside your bone marrow for your whole life. Wow. And it tells your body if it ever picks up, if your immune system ever picks up again on a variant of SARS-CoV-2, the long-living plasma cells provide and I quote the research scientist at the University of Washington State at St. Louis, they published that the fact that long-living plasma cells are inside the bone marrow of individuals who've got SARS-CoV-2, that means these individuals have immunity indefinitely. So why is this not being accepted Isn't that amazing? Like, for indefinite means forever. Forever. So, isn't that amazing? Well, why isn't this being accepted in America? It's being accepted in other nations. It is other being in other countries, yeah. I mean, Israel's now on their fourth booster rollout, and right. they've got 500,000 people receiving their fourth, and they have record numbers of COVID hospitalizations and death with this fourth rollout. It's unbelievable. So why are they not promoting this? Natural immunity does not make money for yeah. the pharmaceutical industry. Do you know that the NIH actually sued Moderna? The NIH did. Really? Because the NIH and Moderna together created the Moderna vaccine, but Moderna by itself held the patent rights to it, so they couldn't receive royalty payouts. So last year, the NIH sued Moderna, and now Moderna just went like this, fine, we'll give you 50% royalties on all of Of course. The NIH is telling everybody, Anthony Fauci, everybody needs to get these shots every six months for life. I would consider that a conflict of interest. I would absolutely consider that a conflict of interest. I don't know why the NIH didn't, like, I mean, imagine how much money they'd make if they applied for a patent on natural immunity in everybody. Phew. Um, <laughs> 330 million Americans you can make money off of every time they got over COVID. So, if we had to pay them a check. Oh, my God, of COVID. While, while, while I'm listening to you, I, it was a quote by, I believe Steve Jobs said it years ago. He said um, something of the sort, medicine is the food you put in your body. If you're not careful, 
medicine will become your food. Something like that. How true is that right now in this culture with everything that we're seeing play out right now and everything is just man-made, it's genetically modified, it's created in a chemistry lab, it's, you know, uh, eat this and inject this and, you do, know, do you know there's a lot of transhumanism that I see fitting in this parallel oh, right sure. here. Um, do you think we're headed down that road? They want to head down that road. That is the plan. Transhumanism is really the orchestrated plan for the future. Uh, there are already patents for Pfizer and Moderna that I've uncovered with a, a Pfizer employee named Karen Kingston. Okay. She's a former Pfizer employee. We've gone through all the patents that Pfizer and Moderna owns and, and has applied for and has receipts for for every one of these COVID-19 injections. And all of them contain patents on nanotechnology really? in these vaccines. All of them do. That are actually tied to your biometrics. And there's already patents that Bill Gates owns on biometrics being injected into you in a vaccine that allows individuals, this is not a joke, your own biometrics, Bill Gates applied for a patent. It's called W, the actual number is W02020. W02020. Now, why haven't we seen that in the media? That is a, mm -hmm. you can go on, type in what I just told you. That's Bill Gates. He requested that patent number for what's called luciferase, which is inside the vaccines. This biometric ability to control and actually see what the inside of your body is doing at a distance remotely. And they're, they're applying with this patent the ability to put a value on your life physically based mm. on your biometrics. You become more valuable the healthier you are or dispensable based on your biometrics. Wow. Yeah, this is a whole new world wow. order kind of concept. But anyway, this is where they're really moving. And to touch on food, medicine becoming your food, uh, do you know that Gavi, Bill Gates' group, has already applied for patents to vaccinate COVID-19, vaccinate all cattle and beef coming from China? Come on, man. So Are you kidding we, me? So that when we eat it, for those who aren't aren't willing to go along with the agenda. Oh, no, they already in Mexico actually started testing Gavi has, which is Gates Vaccine Initiative. They've already started COVID-19 vaccinating lettuce and tomatoes in Mexico so that when we eat them. We will get the same mRNA tech that's inside those shots. And they agree. Unbelievable. So if they won't take it injected, we're just going to feed it to them. Oh, no, it's very disturbing. So there's going to be an attack on organic farming yep. at, a, at a greater rate than so it is absolutely. already? Absolutely. Yeah. You haven't seen this coming? Now that you bring yep. this up, you're like, do you not see yep. all of our concerns we've had over um, all wow. of it? Well, give me something. Leave everybody with... with Something that they can look forward to in the next year or two that can really, um, they can really grab hold of it and say, you know what, we're going to get through this. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to hold the line. We're going to continue to press on. We're not going to be manipulated, coerced. We're not going to let our, you know, our, our school systems do it to us. Our employers do it to us. We're going to hold the line and we're going to make it through this. Just encourage them. Yeah. Number one, uh, I went to an event the other day and this guy that's working directly with Mike Lindell, his name's Dr. Frank on all the election fraud stuff. Isn't it amazing how much corruption there is? It's like in every Ugh. aspect of our lives, right? So this lady gets up and is, or is organizing a Q&A panel with us. And they said, which one? She goes, which one do y'all want to hear first? Medical tyranny or election fraud? And when she asked, y'all want to talk about medical tyranny first? Half the room clapped and cheered. And then she goes, what about election fraud? Half the group cheered. And Dr. Frank is sitting next to me. And he goes, he goes, yeah. And then he looks at me. <laughs> And he goes, of course, you can't vote if you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, 
You're a kid, man. Why are you so excited about elections? I don't know anybody that went and voted and died. As Unless you're a Democrat, voting. then you can vote if you're dead. That's you know? right, I guess so. <laughs> so what I would actually suggest is there's just evil everywhere that's awoken up a lot of people. Yeah. So number one, my job has been to try to preserve your life so you can fight for your own liberties, freedoms, health, happiness, all of it. And this country was established to preserve those rights. If you're dead, you no longer have those rights. So my job has been nonstop to protect and arm people with real resources to protect them during this pandemic. Mm. So when it comes to hospitals, they're not going to stop with these weapons of trying to make you sick. Even if it's just a common cold, they're going to convince you it's COVID and go to the hospital. And then the hospitals, like I mentioned, are incentivized. At thedrartistshow.com, thedrartistshow.com, there is a resources page for those who have created a username and password. When you sign into the site with your new password, it's free. The resources page is all free. At the bottom of the resources page on the right-hand side are two forms every American needs to download. It's the medical power of attorney form and the medical directive to physicians form. You just need to print them out right now. You need to sign them, initial them, and then have them notarized. Put them in a folder and put them in your car. What are the difference in those two forms? So the medical power of attorney form designates that if you are ever in a hospital and you're unconscious, cannot speak on your own, there is someone you designate in your family or relative or friend to make the medical decisions on your behalf if you are not coherent to do it. Every hospital used to carry these forms at the front desk, and as soon as anybody was actually admitted, you could ask for the medical power of attorney form and they'd hand it to you for that person. They, this year, have now destroyed all of those from hospitals and are not making people, giving access to people those forms. They're actually telling you, we don't have those forms. So you better go with them. I I tell everyone, you need to behave like you're in your third trimester of a pregnancy and you have no idea when your water's going to break. So what do all couples do? They prepare a travel bag so that they're ready to go whenever the water breaks. It doesn't matter if you're in a car wreck. It doesn't matter if you've been shot. It doesn't matter if you get sick. It, it doesn't matter if you have a heart attack. It doesn't matter the reason. When you go to a hospital or feel the need to or rush there for an emergency, they are going to PCR test you immediately because they get money to do so. They're being incentivized to give a positive COVID-19 diagnosis. And if they give it, they have to put you on remdesivir and vent you. That is the protocol or they will be fined for not following emergency guideline protocols. Wow. If you die from COVID-19 or any reason, they're incentivized to put a COVID-19 thing. So your only option is to have a medical power of attorney form there to speak on your behalf. And then number two, the medical directive to physicians form. It's an advanced medical directive. Print the form. There's five things that you initial and then sign and then get notarized. And it makes it a very powerful legal document. It tells them what you do consent to and do not consent to in the way of COVID protocols in the hospital. Excellent in the way of vaccines, in the way of remdesivir, inventing them. You need to make sure they know what you do and do not consent to because you have all legal recourse afterwards. If you don't have these forms and they're not just signed and ready to go, uh, you're, you're, you could be in very big trouble wow. when you get there. So these are resources to protect you up front. Number two, I want the world to understand this. When I would walk around, walk around grocery stores and they would have everybody wearing masks and they were freaked out and panicked, some people were. If I went in without a mask, because I wouldn't wear a mask, Absolutely. So when I'd walk into the grocery store, these women would freak out. Uh-huh. Put on your mask. Right. And I'd go, well, you're wearing yours. They're climbing up the shelves to I'd, get away from you. Yeah, I'd go like this. You're, you're wearing yours. Do you not think it works? It's not like they were genuinely concerned for my health. Right. They weren't pleading with me. Do you not have a mask? You want to be safe? I'll give you one. No, it was, where's your mask? Yeah. You're a threat to me. Well, yeah. if the masks work, obviously, you wouldn't be in fear. That's right. 
But the, what I always looked at next, before I even said anything, I would look in their basket to see what was in there. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but refined sugars, Come on. cookies, breads, pastas, sodas, beer, alcohol, doesn't matter. All of those things convert to sugar in the human body. Refined sugar does exactly to your immune system what prednisone does to your immune system. Wow. Prednisone is actually called an immunosuppressant. When people, for example, have organ transplants, the organ that's been put in your body is not your body. So your own immune system will start destroying that tissue. So they put you on drugs called auto-rejection drugs. They shut off your body's ability to reject that drug. So they have to shut off your immune system. Prednisone is an immune suppressant. So all the people living on prednisone, all these elderly that are on prednisone for their autoimmune diseases... Of course they were all threatened by COVID more. Of course they're going to be threatened by remdesivir, this drug in hospitals. Of course that's going to happen to them. Sugar is already proven to be just as immune suppressive as prednisone. Isn't that amazing? That's incredible. So I would look in the baskets of these people and I'd go like this. You're concerned about my mask? Why do you got donuts in there? Come on, you're talking now. Why do you got cookies in there? Uh If you really want to protect yourself from this virus, you would not put any of that in your mouth. And don't you think the government has specifically made those kinds of foods more affordable than the organic foods? Oh, for sure. Yep. And what did the FDA pyramid, food pyramid for years say at the bottom? What was the base of all foods? Refined carbs and sugars. They wanted you to eat more of those to sure. keep you sick. This is what they're doing. Oh, boy. So, I tell you, sometimes it feels like we're in a clown world, doesn't it? Yep, it does. So let's go to the basics. I love bringing this up because no one else does. Do you remember in elementary school being taught in science, basic biology? They'd always go over this periodic table of elements chart. Oh, yeah. The periodic table of elements is brilliant. I love charts. I love maps. I love graphs. But that periodic table of element actually identifies names, categorizes every basic element that makes up life. Wow. You know what's on that periodic table of elements? Zinc. Mm. Zinc stops all viruses from being able to replicate and cause disease inside of your body. Guess what mineral the majority of mankind is deficient in? Zinc. Zinc. You know what else is on that? Magnesium. Magnesium is a metal just like zinc and it's found in the dirt. It's also in your food. All veggies contain magnesium and zinc at different levels. As we harvest food in the soils, they draw up the minerals. And then as you plant one harvest after another, those crops keep depleting the soils of zinc and magnesium. This is why supplementation of these periodic table of elements are so necessary to supplement. So I'm pointing out some that are very specific. Magnesium is preventative for all causes of all diseases of all cells in the human body from all sources, infections, viruses, poisons, alcohol, you name it. Magnesium deficiency is the number one cause for all heart disease in this country, in the whole world. It's the number one cause for all diseases like acid reflux, literally insomnia, muscle cramps, all that's magnesium deficiency and heart attacks. Everyone needs to be on 500 milligrams of zinc. Oh, sorry, 50 milligrams of zinc every day, 500 milligrams of magnesium. Iodine is also on the periodic table of elements. Okay. Iodine has been proven to be the number one mineral to clear all viral load of SARS-CoV-2 in the nasal septum and in the mouth. And you do a, na- you do a nasal spray and an iodine mouth gargle twice really? a day. It is one of the most successful things for mortality, survival of patients from COVID-19 that are hospitalized with a 90% success rate. Remdesivir, the drug in hospitals, only has a 19% success Good rate worldwide. Gracious. So awesome. these are basic elements of life that you're not being told. Now, the 
what's amazing about food, we're talking about food, as the plants that we eat draw up minerals and nutrients from the dirt, which are on the periodic table of elements, zinc, calcium, magnesium, iodine, all that's on there, selenium. As the plants draw those up, they then use vitamin D from the sun mm. and the minerals to make vitamins. Wow. So vitamins are made in your plants. Vitamin C, vitamin D you hear about, vitamin A. These are three miraculous vitamins everybody should be supplementing. So you're talking about a lifestyle change. This can't be just continuing to eat the Pop-Tarts and the Fruit Loops and all the refined sugars, you know, and, and take these as supplements. This is a whole lifestyle change to make sure that your body remains healthy and whole. Yes, and I'm going to make it easy for you. So a lot of people get overwhelmed because they know their whole diet has to change. The American Food and Drug Administration has done a great job of making you eat crap yeah that's going to make you sick and diseased then they can sell you a whole bunch of drugs that people are lobbying paying the fda to continue to lobby for drugs as the only solutions for health they are not all right so when i say you need to change your diet this is what i would suggest you need to remove out the things that are obvious number one there's not an animal on the planet that has survived eons however long this earth's been along whenever god created animals and put them down here they've been they've been down here Thousands and thousands yeah. of years. Not a single one of those mammals or animals have ever drank soda, drank beer, drank mm-hmm. alcohol. They didn't do that. They, they don't have that. All they drink is water. Yeah. <laughs> if you could work to reduce everything else you're drinking and primarily every day, 90% of every liquid you drink is water, your entire health will change. But it doesn't taste good. You're right, it doesn't. It's not supposed to. It's water. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> water. 80% of your body is made up of water. Right. You need water. Yeah. You need solely water. You know how I many people have kidney diseases in this country and kidney stones? It's because they're all drinking sodas That's and right. anything else. That's not. Yep. Oh, it's sports drinks. Let them go. You need to just start transitioning to having more water. That's what your body needs overall. It's what your kidneys and liver know how to work and function off of anyway. And then if you can reduce, like pick one meal a day and remove all carbs from that. Most carbs are consumed in the morning, actually, Mm. if they even have breakfast. Most people don't even eat breakfast. But if they do, it's going to be cereals, bagels, breads, sandwiches, whatever. Those breads, those sugars, those pastries convert into sugar, which is immune suppressant. Sugar also makes your body deplete B vitamins, which are what keeps your heart from developing heart disease. So... All of this is very specific, but if you could just pick on one meal and make improvements, you need more protein in your diet right now than you are consuming, I promise. 90% of all of you. 85 to 90% of all Americans are designed genetically to be protein metabolizers, which means they Mm -hmm. need to be consuming more calories from meat or protein than they do from carbs and fats. That's that's just how we all are, but that's not how we operate. We actually eat more carbs Less fat, no protein. And then the majority of America is obese. And yep. I wonder why. You need more protein. When you consume, I'm just going to tell you, for the average American, you need about 110 grams grams of protein a day. And if you don't know how to figure that out, type in uh, gram amounts of protein in foods list. And Google will produce 100 of these charts. And print uh-huh. them out. And it will tell you that there's 7 to 8 grams of protein in an egg. One. They'll tell you how much is in ham, bacon, you name it, nuts. But you got the government telling us we don't need to be eating beef anymore. Yeah, yeah, because they want you eating Bill Gates' artificial (laughs) fake meat. So ridiculous. 
<laughs> Remember, God put everything on earth for man. That's right. Man's trying to convince you they made something better than what God did. That's Even right. Beef, right? That's right. So if you can make those changes, I'll just tell you right now, the five most common foods that we know are the most destructive to the immune system and to the body as a whole that cause disease and lead to disease. The five. There's five that universally all nutritionists agree on. And any medical health professionals, if they actually have any sense of reality of nutrition. Number one is sodas. Number two is potato chips. Mm. Fried potato chips. Number three would be French fries. Number four is donuts. And unfortunately for the masses, number five is pizza. Yeah, yeah. Those five things, if you can start to reduce in your diet, you do not have to be 100% perfect. But if you can be 75% of the time eating healthy meats, organic vegetables, and fruits, or even if you can't do organic vegetables and fruits, it's better than Pop-Tarts and Oreos. Absolutely. Do the veggies, do the fruits, whatever you can afford, you'll be way better off. Uh, and then there's four primary, I would say there's six things everybody should try to make sure they supplement every day because our soils have been over-farmed, yep. so there's less of those minerals your body needs. And those things would be vitamin C, magnesium, selenium, and then and selenium is specific at 200 micrograms. And then you have zinc and vitamin D. So we'll just leave it those six. If you okay. do those every day, you'd be able to prevent almost any disease, including COVID. Amazing. Amazing. And then, and let's tell your audience also, c19early.com, c19early.com, for anybody who's still going to be scared of every variant, they're going to try to scare you with, like, the moronic variant they just came out with. <laughs> Did you know Omicron actually has every letter of moronic? There you go. Come on. Seriously, you just switch the letters around. It's moronic. So any other variants that ever come out, c19early.com has a great list for early treatment, and it has research studies from around the world, and mm. it tells you which elements over-the-counter drugs, prescription drugs, or nutrients, herbs, plants, vitamins, and minerals, are proving the most success at beating COVID early treatment at home. So follow c19early.com. It's just one page. It gets updated daily from thousands of research studies around the world. Every day they update it. Wow. And you see these percentages of each of these things, and you can click any of those vitamins or minerals or nutrients, and it will pull up all the research studies and tell you what the doses they were to actually beat COVID. Really? Yeah. So That's incredible. C19early.com is a great resource. C19early.com. It's one page, updated daily. Oh, that is awesome. Man, thank you so much for this conversation. What an incredible moment to have with you. And, and um, you know, you, 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 just the brilliance God's given you to be able to shine a light in this area is just remarkable. And, uh, man, I can't, I can't wait to, uh, to see what, what uh, God's going to do with all this because I know it's got to get, you know, darker before it can get brighter. And, and you're certainly shining a light. How can people um, uh, stay in contact with you and follow you on social media? Or? Yeah, you can on Telegram, The Dr. Artist Show, or you can go to my, my site. Most people just follow my media stuff through my site. It's thedrartistshow.com. Doctor is D-R, the D-R-A-R-D-I-S show.com. Every interview I ever do, I post there, which is lots. Speaking engagements are all there. You can book me there. If you need a patient advocate, we have our own team that works directly through our site. Click the Get Help button. We have a team of patient advocates that represent all hospitals in all 50 states. We also have them in Canada. Wow. It's phenomenal. And there's a medical doctor now on the team that can handle all the ethics committees to get your loved ones and the doctors and the administrators to change their protocols away from these deaths protocols and that's incredible so we're trying to save as many people as possible so incredible and we want to reduce fear right come I mean, on who's yeah. the father of fear that's right satan satan's the father of fear what are they what are they perpetuating all day long if you want the pandemic to end and you want your fear and anxiety and panic to disappear turn off your tvs amen 
Just turn them off. If you just turned off the TV, like 90% of this pandemic would disappear because they couldn't convince you that it still exists. <laughs> that's right. Well, and we would wonder why all our neighbors are still alive. Everybody's still got jobs. And why turn off the good? TV, but turn, turn on Shatterproof. Yes, exactly <laughs> Turn on right. Shatterproof. You're gonna, exactly that, right. I thank you so much for joining us on Shatterproof Podcast today, man. It's been a blessing to have you and look forward to, uh, to doing it again sometime. And uh, bless all of you and thank you for spending some time with us today. Dr. Artis, man, may God bless you and, and continue to prosper you in everything that you seek to do. God bless you in Vermont. Thank you. Thanks for bless the you, opportunity to speak. 